Welcome to the Love Your Truth podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jen Chrisman, and for over a decade, I have been a licensed clinical psychologist, life coach, and on my own journey of personal and spiritual development. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you an inspiring guest or a thought that will help you move beyond fear and doubt to unlock your true potential because you know there is something inside of you that you want to express and a kind of life that you want to create. We're going to be talking about personal development, wellness, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. You'll get a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your life today. Are you ready? Let's get on to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Love Your Truth podcast. And it is the first week of the new year. I am so excited to be back here with you. Um, I know I have tended to share the same sentiment in the last few very sporadic episodes that I have done, but I do so because it is so true for me, but I am just so incredibly grateful for this process and this journey. And those of you who are taking this journey with me and have offered so much compassion and grace as I have navigated the last few months and really the last year. Um, you know, 2019 was without question one of the most difficult and most challenging years of my life. Um, interestingly, it also brought with it a tremendous amount of success, which um, I can get into, I think, probably on another episode, but it has just really uh, confirmed for me this idea that I'm choosing to subscribe to, which says that the less I do, the more I make. And I've always supported the notion of being a human being rather than a human doing, which can be challenging in a world where we are rewarded uh, and given accolades for uh, our, our accomplishments. But it's really fascinating. It's really interesting to see what happens when we actually slow down, uh, how much space is created and what can be accomplished in that space. Uh, but again, I think that is probably another episode for a for another day. And what I wanted to talk to you about today, because I think it's obviously really relevant given the time of year, it's New Year, and we are all about the resolutions. We are all about the big declarations of the changes that we are going to make. And again, we're we're already more than a week into this New Year, and some of you maybe at that point where you're finding yourself slipping back into old habits, feeling discouraged, um, anticipating slipping back into old habits. And I did a, an episode, uh, one of the last episodes that I did was around you know, why change is so hard and really understanding the process of change. And it got a lot of uh a lot of great feedback and people were really interested in it uh, was one of the most talked about episodes that I did. And so I'm going to elaborate a little bit on that today. Uh, specifically what I want to talk about is I want to offer you a new lens and a new way to look at quitting 
and how quitting is has become such a commonplace in our experiences and why do we tend to make these declarations we make these big commitments to ourselves um you know, around New Year's or it doesn't even have to be New Year's, but it's just the time of year and it's so at the forefront with resolutions where we make that decision, we decide we're going to make a change. And then for whatever reason, we start going and then we give up on ourselves and we quit. And so what I want to talk about and what I'm going to offer you again is a new lens because I think that, you know, awareness is so important in this process of change. Insight does not bring about change, but it can arm us so that we can be more successful. And if we can understand that we are actually hardwired for quitting, it can make it a lot easier to navigate when the urge comes up. So, Here's what I want you to, first of all, and what I want you to think about, and this is, uh, this is kind of a, sometimes this is hard for people to hear, but again, I think when we look at it through the lens of, you know, this is the human condition rather than something that's actually wrong with you or something that we need to be ashamed of, um, but just a really honest understanding of who we are, it can make this process so much easier. So here's what I want to you to consider that quitting is actually a habit and further taking that one step further. The next piece of the quitting process is the justification that we come up with that we give ourselves for quitting. And that process of justifying is actually a skill. So I'm going to repeat that because I think it's really, really important. And again, this might be really hard to hear, but if you can hear it through a lens of compassion for the human experience, it might give you a little bit more space, but quitting is a habit and justifying quitting is a skill. I talk about this all the time with my clients, but the the fact is that whatever we practice is what we are going to get better at, regardless of the behavior So if you're practicing worry, you're going to get better at worry. If you're practicing going to bed late, you're going to get better at going to bed late. If you're practicing quitting, you are getting better at quitting. And if you're practicing justifying why you're quitting, you're getting better at that. And you're actually developing skills that are going to help you quit in the future. And so, you know, again, this is part of the human condition. We are all hardwired and programmed and have a tremendous amount of experience and practice at quitting. But here's the good news. Here's the flip side. Here's the paradox, right? There's always, uh, there's always the paradox that comes with the human experience, which is in order to quit something, you have to have committed to that thing in the first place. And so that means that there is something inside of you that wants more. There is something inside of you that believes you can have more. And that is a really beautiful thing that needs to be recognized and needs to be celebrated. 
so then why do we quit if we know we want more? Because consciously quitting sounds like a terrible thing for most of us because it prevents us from getting what we want. But there is a reason why we keep doing it. And the reason why we keep doing it is because there is a benefit to it. And again, this doesn't always make sense on a conscious level, right? Because consciously we think we want all of these wonderful things, but there's an unconscious process that happens and it happens for all of us that perceives a benefit for us not reaching our new goals, for us not creating the change in our life. And that unconscious process very much comes from our hardwiring for survival. There are three primary goals of the brain. Our brain wants us to avoid pain, to seek pleasure, and to minimize the expenditure of energy, right? So do the least amount of work possible. And if you look at the process of change through this lens, you can see why our brain would think that quitting is a great idea. Our brain truly would prefer if we never started anything in the first place, because any sort of change, any sort of, you know, any steps that we take through the, the lens of survival is a risk. It is a threat. You know, our brain's primary purpose is to keep us safe and not get eaten by the lions outside of our cave, right? Unfortunately, our brain doesn't know that we are no longer living in a cave with a threat of lions attacking us anymore, but we are still hardwired that way. The other thing to think about and to consider when you're looking at your personal process and your personal journey and your practice at quitting is to consider that quitting is also, not only is it keeping you from avoiding pain, right? Again, looking at the purposes of the brain. So it's going to keep you from avoiding pain. It is also going to give you a false sense of pleasure. There is an indulgence that comes when we quit. And the example that I'm going to give you is if you are, um, if you're stretching yourself physically and you are running a marathon and you're in the middle of the marathon and you feel like your entire body is going to give out and there's no possible way that you can keep going. And so you stop there is a moment of relief. When you commit to that huge goal and you're not meeting that goal and so you quit, there's relief. The pressure is off. So again, it's important to understand the quitting process because it is likely inevitable that you are going to come to a point in your journey where quitting is going to sound like a really good idea. And, you know, again, because the mind is the mind and it's incredibly savvy and it's incredibly tricky, um, you're probably not even going to call it quitting, right? You're also going to have all of the justifications that we have, right? Something came up, I was too busy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter 
what the justification is, it's really important to have that awareness and that knowing ahead of time, the opportunity to quit is going to come up and it's going to seem like a really good idea. And we have to become very skilled at not listening and not indulging that part of our brain. Our brain is a muscle. It is a, it, it is very, it's malleable. It is, they call it neuroplasticity. It is not set in stone, even though it is hardwired in a particular way to help us survive. It is capable of growing and changing and new patterns and new pathways can be formed. But in order to do that, we have to have this knowledge. We have to have this insight ahead of time because this is what allows us to create a plan. I think one of the biggest hindrances, one of the biggest obstacles that people come up against when they're on these journeys is that they don't plan to fail. They don't plan to struggle. They don't put it into their, the, the program that they have. They're sort of, you know, there's this, we make a plan to do the behaviors, but the thing is the behavior, the behavior change is actually the easy part, right? Quitting, I don't know, quitting gluten or sugar is easy. Quitting drinking is easy. Going to the gym is easy. Those are actually, the behaviors themselves are actually the easiest part. It's what comes after, which is our emotional experiences that becomes challenging, which is where it becomes really, really hard. Learning to navigate our emotional life is the work. That is where the real work comes in. And oftentimes we get a little bit confused. We think that the work is just changing the behaviors. That is not the work. And if we just focus on behavior change, we will continue to find ourselves in this process. So what is the solution? What do we do about this? There's a little trick or secret and the answer to how we, how we navigate this and what we do to actually create long lasting change is we have to, we have to make behavior change move. We have to move it from a place of mindfulness to mindlessness. That's the first step. So from a place of consciousness, from a place of intention and highest level thinking, we make a mindful decision about whatever the change is that we want to make in our life. And we make this commitment and commitment is a really strong word. And it's something that I don't think enough of us really allow ourselves to fully make because when we make a commitment, we take any other option off the table, right? So for example, if I make a commitment to a relationship, I take 
any other partners out of the equation, right? No longer an option. If I make a goal and I make a commitment to show up in my business, I take anything else, any distractions, any opportunity to quit, any opportunity to not show up, I take it off the table, right? If I make a commitment to change my health and I'm going to start going to the gym at six in the morning every day, I take not going in or I take sleeping in off of the table. So the first piece is we make that commitment to ourselves. In that process, when we make a true commitment, any other option is off of the table. This seems simple. This seems obvious. But again, this hardwiring, this process that we do, it becomes incredibly easy to put the, the to put quitting back on the table. And I always say this too, that as soon as you've begun the negotiating with yourself, you've already lost the battle, right? So as soon as I start negotiating and I say, well, this time, like maybe like just today I'm going to sleep in. As soon as we're negotiating, it's back on the table and you've already lost that battle. So we make a decision from a mindful place. We take any any of the options that are going to lead us to quit or give up on ourselves, we take it off the table, right? A drug addict who is deciding to change their life and they're no longer going to use drugs, they take drugs off the table, right? I'm not going to use or drink no matter what. Off, It's no longer an option. The next piece, and this is where the real work comes in, is we have to learn how to tolerate And we have to learn how to navigate our emotional life because here's what's going to happen. We're going to get uncomfortable and we have to be okay with embracing discomfort instead of what most of us do, which is we close down when the discomfort comes in. Again, hardwiring, right? We do this because we are hardwired to avoid pain. But if we're not willing to lean in to the discomfort, we are going to find ourselves right back in the same cycle, repeating, setting the same intentions year after year. And understanding how quitting is, you know, it's that temporary moment of relief from the discomfort of our emotional life is so important to understanding this process. This is how the process and the journey looks for most of us. We come to a realization where some place, some area in our life, we feel terrible. We know that we're not living the life that we're meant to live. We are uncomfortable. We decide that we're going to make this big declaration. We're going to get ourselves together and we make a commitment, right? We decide I'm going to go get it, whether, you know, I'm going to lose the weight or I'm going to build my business. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to leave this relationship. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to ask her to marry me, whatever it is, we commit to it. And then we get scared 
and we get uncomfortable because change is challenging. It forces us out of our comfort zone. Our brain freaks out and thinks this is too high risk and has to protect us and in order to survive. And so we quit. And when we quit, that gives us some relief. We get that momentary flood of endorphins. We get the pleasure that the brain seeks. And we might stay quitted for a little while, but then we go into the despair again because we're back living the same life that brings us, that doesn't bring us joy, that doesn't fulfill us. And so we commit again, and that makes us feel better. Then that starts to feel uncomfortable, and so we quit again. We don't know how to be uncomfortable. And this is where the work is. If there is any chance, any chance of us creating something new, we have to be willing to get uncomfortable. Quitting feels like relief right when you do it. And it will even disguise itself as self-care. It can feel like you get that moment of rest or peace, but quitting is always driven by the fear of your discomfort. It is always driven by a part of you that doesn't believe in what you are capable, that doesn't believe you can survive the discomfort. And again, we have to be in that place of mindfulness ahead of time to know I can survive the discomfort. It's not going to feel good, but it is going to pass. Now, there's one other part of this because, right, like none of this is actually <laughs> that simple and easy, but I always say that, you know, change is, change is simple, but not easy. But again, there's a comp, there is a piece that can be complicated, which is knowing ahead of time that perfection is not required and working into your journey that you are going to stumble. And so knowing ahead of time, how do you differentiate the difference between quitting and stumbling, right? Because we are all going to stumble. Change is not a linear process. It is not the straight line that we want it to be. And there is no... You know, there's no one right way to look at this. And this is where the process becomes complicated. But that doesn't mean that we can't navigate it. This is where it becomes so important to have that clarity ahead of time, right? To have this information when you are setting about on a path so that you know, you know, what is what is a stumble? What is, what is a, a bad day, if you will? And what is me quitting? What does that look like? And only you can know that. And only you can define that. And here's the secret. Here's the trick. You have to know and you have to define that beforehand so that you know what you're dealing with, so that you are armored and you are prepared and you are supported as you move through your journey and the temptation to give up comes forward, which 
It will. So there's this idea of non-negotiables, right? And this goes back to what I was saying before about making that commitment and taking it off the table. What are your non-negotiables on this journey? Only you can know that. Only you can decide that. Okay, so we're going to go back. We're going to, I'm going to summarize. I'm going to try and wrap this up succinctly for you. But here's what it looks like. We are at that time where everyone makes these big commitments. We make these, you know, resolutions to change something in our life. And we do it because some part of us, some place within us, we want something different. And so we make this resolution, but because most of us, don't do the work ahead of time. We don't have the support of knowing that at some point on this journey, we are going to want to quit. Our brain is hardwired to stay the same. It's safe. It's, you know, again, our brain doesn't know the difference between the world that we are living in today and the world that we came from where we had to protect ourselves from lions outside of our cave. And so our brain is hardwired to avoid pain, i.e. failure, and to seek pleasure as in the reward, that momentary reward and the relief that we get when we quit because we avoid the discomfort. And so when we're on this journey, we have to know ahead of time that we are going to be tempted. We are going to be tempted to build this habit that so many of us have of quitting of giving up. And in order to support ourselves in this journey, we have to know what our non-negotiables are. We have to know that our, what our no matter what's are, right? No matter what I won't fill in the blank or no matter what I will fill in the blank. And then on top of that, we also have to know what does it look like to offer myself grace as I move through this journey, as I move through this process, knowing that I am not going to do it perfectly, knowing that I am going to have days that are going to be harder, knowing that I'm going to have obstacles and I'm going to have things that come up that make it challenging to show up fully. How do I give myself grace? What does grace look like versus quitting? How will I know the difference? And we know that. And then the final step, the final piece of this puzzle is we get a support system. We find a community or a person, hire a coach, someone, an accountability partner, someone to take the journey with you. None of us are meant to do this alone. Even the most introverted of people out there, myself included. None of us are meant to take this journey on our own. Change is hard. We need to be supported as much as frequently as in as many ways as possible, right? So how can you build your support system? How can you have these conversations and talk ahead of time to the people who can hold you accountable when it starts getting tough, when you start having to sit with the feelings of discomfort, as you learn to navigate the emotional life that is going to come forward when you make change. So that is all I have for you today. I hope that this felt helpful. I hope that it felt relevant. I hope that it made 
sense. I, um, you know, change is tricky and it's complicated. And at the same time, it's so simple and it's so easy. And, um, you know, this is what I love about this process and this journey is, um, you know, being able to just find that space where we can hold all of the different parts and all of the different aspects. And, you know, the more, I always say this, and I've said it even in this episode, I think a few times, insight does not bring about change. It doesn't. Change brings about change. However, the insight is a really important piece of this process. Having the awareness to give you the tools that you need to actually implement is why we have these conversations, right? But it's not enough for you to just take in the information, right? The next piece is your follow through, right? The next step is what do you do with this information now that you have it? How do you hold it? How do you implement it? How does it become a part of your everyday life? How do you embody it, right? So again, I hope this was helpful. Um, If it was, I would love it if you would let me know, reach out to me, um, tag me on social media, uh, reach out, ask me questions if you have any. Um, You know, I'd love to hear you. I really do always so appreciate the opportunity to connect with you. And, uh, And if there's anyone that you think might benefit from hearing this, then I would really appreciate it if you would share it with them too. And I will look forward to, I'll look forward to talking to you in our next episode. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Love Your Truth podcast. I am really just so happy that you stopped by. And I would at this point just love to ask for your help in spreading the message and maybe sharing this episode with someone that you think would love it or benefit from it. And also if you could head over to iTunes, if you feel so moved to do so and leave an honest comment and review for us, that would really help me out with this journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. And until next time, please don't forget to love your truth. Thanks guys.